0: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. As we do on a Tuesday, an important conversation catch up because the man who has been monitoring the breaking news that's coming out of Israel and the Middle East and indeed other nations around the world is Ron Ross. And Ron's back with us again today. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Well, Ron, we're talking about Israel, but uh, in particular, a visit to the United States where the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is meeting with Donald Trump in New York ahead of a major speech at the United Nations. Uh, What's the story there?
1: Yeah, the two met yesterday, Monday, to uh, speak about the Israeli-Palestinian peace deal, uh, saying before the meeting, uh, I think that there's a good chance that it could happen. Now, it's interesting that throughout the conversation, Trump didn't focus on Iran at all. Uh, and that's the big issue for Netanyahu. Uh, Trump spoke only about the Palestinians during his very brief word of greeting to Netanyahu at New York's Palace Hotel, I really believe peace between the Palestinians and Israel would be a fantastic achievement, he said. We're giving it an absolute go. I think there's a good chance it could happen. Most people would say there's no chance whatsoever. I actually think that with the ability of Bibi and, frankly, with the other side, I really think we have a chance asked at the end of the photo opportunity whether he wanted to see a one-state or two-state solution. He said only, we're talking about that a lot. Uh, So they're going to both be addressing the United Nations in the next 24 hours, uh, and the world is watching with great enthusiasm and interest.
0: While there's talk about peace processes, there isn't necessarily something formally in place, is there, Ron? Is this potentially a point where they may well formalise something?
1: Well, they're at a situation with Donald Trump speaking at the UN uh, where he has pointed out uh, in the last few days that the United States uh, provides 22% of the funding to allow the United Nations to exist. The nearest to them is Japan, who provide 9.7%. And Trump, uh, as a candidate... Uh, threatened to withdraw United States support for the U.N., uh, but we believe today he's going to address the issue of Arab nations making Israel the scapegoat to avoid their own responsibilities uh, for their own problems. And he's going to suggest that the uh, United Nations is a necessary evil, uh, but the United States won't continue to fund it if it continues to isolate Israel, and make it the world's problem.
0: You make a point of mentioning, Ron, that Donald Trump didn't mention Iran in those gatherings. Uh, There is an issue, isn't there, because Iran is renowned as being fire-breathing almost against Israel, but now there's an Iranian army chief who's declared Iran will turn Tel Aviv and Haifa into dust very soon. So uh, some, of the, uh, some of the fire breathing it hasn't ceased, has it, coming from Iran?
1: Well, it's uh, pretty obvious that uh, Sayed Abdel Rahim Mousavi, an Iranian military officer, made this announcement uh, at the time that Trump and Netanyahu were meeting in New York. He said, we will destroy the Zionist entity at lightning speed and thus shorten the 25 years it still has left. He was referring to a recurring threat by the Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei to take the state of Israel out in the next quarter century. I warn the Zionist entity not to make any stupid move against the Islamic Republic of Iran. Every stupid act will make us turn Tel Aviv and Haifa into dust. Masavi also said the world will not forget the crimes committed by an arrogant Zionist official. Now, everyone's trying to guess which Zionist officially means. Uh, but the threat was that, according to the Iranian news agency Tasnim, Mazavi was talking about an Israeli official who had allegedly made irresponsible declarations concerning Iran's presence in the conflict at Syria. Now, that's interesting because we know that Netanyahu uh, has said that uh, Israel will not tolerate Uh, Iran being close to the Israeli border, and that's an issue that he's wanting to talk with uh, Donald Trump about.
0: Just before we move on from this issue, Ron, your own thoughts, because as we're talking about these manoeuvrings and uh, ideas of talking about Middle East peace. Uh, I do note that just recently there was stories about uh, the Palestinian factions getting together and presenting a united front. Uh, Any thoughts on on how those things are coming together and whether that might be significant with uh, the meetings that are happening in New York?
1: I think everyone listens to all those suggestions and commentaries uh, and thinks of a grain of salt, really. Um, About a week ago, one of the leaders of uh, Fatah, the group led by Mahmoud Abbas, has said on Arab uh, media that no time will the Palestinian Authority ever recognize Israel as a viable entity. Now, Hamas has made this overture that they're prepared to work in association with uh, Fatah To once again hold elections. They haven't had elections for years. Uh, But it's thought that that gesture was made uh, to appease Donald Trump. Uh, I don't think he's going to be impressed at all. Uh, But Trump has gone soft in a number of areas where his rhetoric was very strong before he was elected. Uh, He's being very careful how he uses the phrase islamic terrorism these days and that's causing concern
0: well let's come back to these headlines from overnight uh, there are maneuverings uh, so far as friendships go between nations now chinese banks are providing a 10 billion dollar line of credit for iran what's the story there ron
1: well think of that in connection with donald trump trying to get the chinese on side to Uh, slow the activities down in North Korea. A Chinese state-owned investment firm has provided a $10 billion credit line for Iranian banks. The contract was signed in Beijing by China's CITIC Investment Group and a delegation of Iranian banks. The Iran Daily said the funds would finance water, energy and transport. Iran is vital to China's trade ambitions as it develops its $1 trillion-dollar one-belt-one-road strategy aimed at dramatically boosting its ties to Europe and Africa. Uh, there's quite an interest at the moment in who might eventually uh, rule and control Africa, and there are Arab nations and uh, even some terrorists who are eyeing that objective But in addition to the credit line, the China Development Bank signed preliminary deals with Iran worth $15 billion for infrastructure and production projects. So the Chinese attitude is a real concern uh, in the international crisis we're in at the moment.
0: Another headline, Bahrain's king has called for religious tolerance and an end to anti-Israel boycotts.
1: Yeah, this is Bahrain's king, Hamad al-Khalifa. He has reportedly denounced anti-Israel boycotts and approved visits to the Jewish state. He's authored a historic document calling for religious tolerance. The Bahrain Declaration on Religious Tolerance, described by the Simon Wiesenthal Centre, as a plain speaking attack against terrorism and it was released last week at an historic event co-sponsored by the center. The document, the first of its kind, to be written by an Arab head of state, calls for people of all faiths to show respect for and protection of the rights of everyone to practice their religious affiliations. Now we're often in a position to be critical of Arab leaders, but uh, on this one we should pause and give thanks.
0: Okay. And, Ron, uh, there's a big population of Jewish people in the United States, and, of course, uh, following Hurricane Irma, Israel rescue teams have located all missing people from the Florida Jewish communities and others beside. What's the story there?
1: Yeah, this is the Israel Rescue Coalition and United Hatzalah teams They uh, managed to locate all missing people from the Jewish communities hit by Hurricane Irma. After four days of intensive work in the hard-hit Florida Keys, the commanding officer of the Israel Rescue Coalition uh, announced, following intense efforts in Georgia, Naples and the Florida Keys, I'm happy to announce that we've helped to locate and identify all of the members of the Jewish communities in those areas who had lost contact with their loved ones or had been reported missing following the storm. Thankfully, they are all doing well and in good health. Shlomo Anavi further reported that since Wednesday, the team had located, identified and treated 35 people in the Florida Keys alone. After the past few days, we've located these members of the jewish community who live in florida keys they've also been able to assist uh, the american workers in house to house searches we rescued one family who was trapped for a number of days in their house after all the entrances and exits from the structure were sealed as a result of being damaged in the storm. So they're returning to Israel and uh, giving thanks, and I'm sure they're going to be uh, welcomed with great joy.
0: Well, Ron Ross, another outstanding update. Thanks so much for uh, sharing your thoughts and those headlines with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.